Yo, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us for week nine of our NFL podcast, House Divided. My name is Charles Jagley, and I'm here with Kushereen and Brayden Haffernan. We got a lot for you guys this week. It was a crazy week, uh, week nine in the NFL. A lot of upsets, a lot of crazy games. On top of that, um, Elias' free agency signings toward the end of the trade deadline have been nuts, too. So we got a lot to dive into. Um, the first thing that I want to start off with that we talked about earlier was all the upsets that happened this week. There was the Jags versus the Bills. There was the Broncos being the Cowboys. There was the Browns killing the Bengals, Falcons being the Saints, and Giants being the Raiders, all which are like considered pretty big upsets. But the biggest being that Jags game. That was absolutely nuts. Were you guys watching yeah, that game? I don't know what was going on there. Josh hey. Allen looked like Sam Darnold. Josh Allen was better than Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh yeah. Allen is greater than Josh Allen. <laughs> what I mean by that, Josh Allen plays defense for the Jags. He had an absolutely crazy game. I think he had... A sack, a forced fumble, and a pick. No, fumble recovery. Fumble recovery. Fumble recovery. And, recovery. A and a pick. It was just insane. This, it was literally one of the best defensive performances of the season. Yeah, it was It was nuts because everyone was making that joke going into it is that um, the first thing that happened was a sack. So it was the first time a player has sacked a quarterback with the same name as them. Yeah, but that's uh, like an ASBN stat. That's just like a random stat. Like, there's, there's, there's nothing meaningful to that yeah. stat. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just funny. That they have the same name. It's just funny, though. And it's hilarious mm-hmm. that he not only did he have a sack off him, but he also got an interception off him and a fumble recovery off of Josh Allen's fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Bills, didn't have that much that great of a game overall despite those uh, turnovers. He... He only threw for uh, 260-something yards, threw no touchdowns at two picks, um, took a couple sacks. Again, the, the all-line didn't look that good. The rushing game for Ooh, Buffalo. The line everything besides Josh Allen was terrible. Like, Josh Allen tried what he did, but the O-line Josh sucked. Allen didn't look good either. The receivers were dropping passes. Like, everything was just bad. They, the defense played good because they held the team to nine yeah. legs, but the, everything else was I mean, the, there was only... Five field goals scored in that game. There's no touchdown scored in that game. It was right. I want surprising for the Bills. Yeah, given the high scoring offense in the NFL. Yeah, and they've been. It's it's just been a shocker because Josh Allen. Like I consider him to be like one of those like elite of the league quarterbacks, uh-huh. but like he still has his Josh Allen moments that we know from like mm-hmm. a season or two ago, and that's really showed right here because they've been putting up forty on these like trash teams throughout the whole season. Because in all honesty, they do have a pretty easy schedule. Um, but the the Jags too are. One of the worst teams in the league, and they're only able to put up six points against them. Uh, yeah, their division is a cakewalk. Yeah, it really yeah. is. The Jets, the um, Dolphins, and what's the other team? Texans. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like three of the worst teams in the league. It's a cakewalk. But even so, it looks like they couldn't pull this one out. There's a huge upset this week. I think it was just a matter of time. Like the season has been so predictable so far. Um, but then. The, I mean, in the AFC, but then the NFC has been wide open. But regardless, the AFC is just kind of been. I don't know if that wide open anymore after this. Oh no, the NFC. No, we no, we're gonna get into that. Wide open. We're I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into that later. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna get into that because we're gonna talk about. I still gonna, think it's wide open. Yeah, make sure you guys just stay tuned because after this we're gonna be talking about um some college football too, the free agency signings and the playoff rankings. So yeah, we'll get into that later. But yeah, overall the. The Bills just look, did not look good that game. Their rushing offense is, like, the one thing they need to turn to in, like, a, you know, like a hard-nosed game like this, and they just couldn't get it done. Uh, I mean, Josh Allen led they the team in rushing no rush yards. They, they, they don't. It's no Josh Allen. They don't prioritize that at all. And then when their pass offense fails to work and Josh Allen just doesn't have a good offense. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stole the Chiefs playbook. But on the on the other side of the ball, it wasn't too pretty either. It's just that they were able to uh, – Jacksonville just, when it came down to those – 
key situations. I mean, throughout the whole game, the defense obviously played amazing to hold the Bills to only six points. But when it came down to those clutch moments at the end of the game, um, they were able to pull up some key stops, get the ball back in their hands, and uh, get that field goal to win the game. But uh, besides that, what do you want to that's say? What I, that's what I love about the NFL. Like, any given Sunday, anything can happen. If you go to, like, any of the other leagues, like the NBA, in the playoffs in a seven-game series – the better team usually wins, but in the NFL, anything can happen. That's why I love watching football. It's just, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's such a, it was such a fun week to watch because, like, it, it gets it's that point of the season where like everyone starts looking at like the MVP and like the playoff race and stuff like that, and they're like, this is a lock for this, this is a lock for this, and then boom, this week happens, and like you know nothing, like anything can change in a matter of like, week. Like last this. season, there was locks for d- things. I don't think there's a lock for anything. No, right it's now. so there's hard not a to lock, predict. There's, there's not, not a lock for one one seed in either of the conferences. There's not a lock for MVP. Offensive Player of the Year, I it's probably Cooper Cup is my pick right now. It has to be. Yeah, he it no he that's Cooper a lock. Cup. If he gets playing the way he is, that's a lock. I don't know who Defensive Player of the Year is gonna be. It could be Miles Garrett or T.J. Watt. It could be either of them. They're both playing really. T.J. Watt well, after, after, after Bears, I think he's a sack leader. Now. Yeah, he is. No, it's game. still Garrett. It's Garrett it by point five. But T.J. Watt's been out a game or two. I yeah. think he's played a game or less. But um, yeah, besides from that game. We also had that Broncos versus the Cowboys game where the score what, ends. Yeah, yeah. What was that? I don't know. It was so weird. And the, the score is 30 to 16, but it, the, I tr- trust me, it was way worse than that. If you're watching was, the game, you it know was it was a beat down. Nothing, right? It was 30 to 0. It was 30 yeah. garbage zero. time. They yeah. scored two touchdowns, which is meaningless. And yeah. before that week, the Cowboys looked like a top three team in the NFL. so good. And then all of a sudden, they just lose 30 to nothing, whatever it was. To be fair, to. Every- the Broncos and Teddy Bridgewater. Like, I feel like all the contenders and, have losses like that. All right, keep going. You go first. They lost to him right after they traded Von Miller. Yeah, which is so odd. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just lose their best defensive player, and then, boom. I think, was Pat Sertain? I don't think he was even playing this game. I don't no think he's been playing. Sertain picked him off, I thought. Oh, maybe, Oh, maybe. he did pick him I off? I think. I'm not I mean, sure. I'll check real quick. But still, like, nevertheless, I mean, Dak Prescott was coming off that injury, but in the end of the day, like, their offense just looked terrible. They, I mean, so it would have been I mean, if they would have, they had those two garbage, they had, they had those two garbage time touchdowns in the fourth quarter, um, both the two-point conversions that made it look better by only being 13-16. But if they didn't have those two, two garbage touchdowns, then it would have been, like, their first, I think it was, like, their worst blowout home loss since 1985, or their first shutout home loss since, uh, 1985. So they were down by 30 yeah. at home. That's just crazy. I like they, For the Cowboys, that's how well, how well they were playing. And they won last week with Cooper Rush mm-hmm. and without Dak Prescott. They didn't score until eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And like and like Kush was saying earlier, like it was it was just so weird to see how just anything can happen because the the Broncos were one of those teams where had such a strong start to the season and then we just kind of started ruling now because we're like, oh, whatever, they're fluke wins. They're not that good of a team. They don't have that good of a roster. And then they have such a quality win like this to give them a winning record um, and really boost them up in the AFC playoff battle. I mean, Javante Williams looks so good. Him and Melvin Gordon yeah. could be a good duo. Yeah. I don't... They should get, I don't know why Melvin Gordon is still in that back. I don't yeah, think exactly. Javante Williams, Javante Williams is so much more talented. He should get, be getting all the carries. Javante Williams is younger. He's talented. Melvin Gordon's old. He ends up getting more carries in this last game, but I think this is like the last year of his deal. I mean, mm-hmm. I, think, I still think he's it a good should be. They have like, a good rookie running yeah, back now. Yeah, and I think he's, he's gone after this year because Javante Williams has looked like a stud. Yeah. He's going to be like – and running back is one of those positions that's so, like, replaceable. And Melvin Gordon, that you can't – 
bother resigning him to any one of a big contract if you have such a talented young guy like that back Replaceable there. Replaceable with a good scheme. Just look at the 49ers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> any, any one of those guys is interchangeable in the 49ers run scheme. Yeah. Just need a good head coach. Mm-hmm. What I want to say, I wouldn't... I wouldn't overreact too much about the Cowboys' loss because no. I feel like every top team has had a bad loss. Like, Packers week one against the Saints. If you go back to last season, the Bucks against the Saints. There's just the Bills this last week. Um, who else? The Titans lost to the Jets. There's a The Bengals got blown out by the Browns. There's yeah, we got to talk about that one, too. That mm-hmm. one was crazy. But, like, yeah, like, the Cowboys, like... So their only other loss on the season was a two point loss to the Bucks on in that the first game over. of the season. Yeah, in the too. first game, and so like oh, and that game was questionable. I think they should have won that. One. Yeah, yeah, was, they should have bad refing in that game. But you, but uh, as it goes on, like they had eight straight wins. It's just bound to happen at some point with like injuries shaking up that team. Um, so I don't, I don't know if, how much you can take into consideration. Yeah, I do know that the Broncos have looked good though, and maybe mm. it's not quite time to rule them out. Okay. The, yeah, I mean, they beat the Cowboys. In the end of the day, they're still, they still beat the Dallas Cowboys. Like, I still think it's not time to rule them out yet. It still gives them a spark of hope on the season. I don't know, though, in that division. Yeah. It's going to be tough is, with, like, Chargers. Yeah. They're the worst team. Uh-huh. And they're not even that bad of a team. Exactly. It's just, it's just a very tough Chiefs division. Very tough. And uh, the, the other one that I know you started talking about that we really need to get into from earlier was that Browns-Bengals one, which the Browns absolutely put a beat down on the Bengals, which is... Mm-hmm. It's, Nick Chubb. It's weird. It's because the OBJ effect. Yeah, I mean, so the yeah, big. OBJ doesn't play that game because of this whole like thing, which we need to get in. We'll talk about him going to the LA Bengals in a little bit. But have to be the most bipolar team mm-hmm. in the NFL. Yeah. They, can, they went from losing to the Bears... I love. I'm a huge Bears fan, but it's the Bears. Yeah. And then two weeks later, destroying the Ravens, mm-hmm. who at the time the Ravens looked like one of the best and teams good. in the and NFL. They're still they're on still fire right now. They still and are. then lost to the Jets. <laughs> and then week. and then they're like, oh, maybe we can come back have a good win against a solid, you know, AFC rival at this point. And then boom, forty-one to sixteen, absolutely laid an egg this game. Joe Burrow went from being up there for like you know one of the Denzel Ward. Yeah, Joe Burrow has looked really good this season. Besides that Bears game, and then this game has looked terrible too. Didn't throw a touchdown. It two picks. Uh just overall did not look good. The offense in general, like their run game was alright. Joe Mixon still played alright. Um, but just their defense could not stop the Browns for to save their life, and that's without OBJ. Like Brandon was saying, like. OBJ was just not uh, or just put on like the block to be released or whatever. He's still on like waivers at that point um, because of him not attending practices. So he was on the waivers during that and he was still able to come out and the and Baker Mayfield like just looked better. Like he only, here's the thing. He only completed 14 passes that game, but he threw for 218 yards and two touchdowns. But their run game just really took over, which we seem to be a common theme, even without Kareem Hunt back there. Mm-hmm. They have a good run game. They have the they have the best good run game in the NFL. Honestly. Yeah, and that's what really By carries far. in the game. And Actually, the Ravens are a close second. I wouldn't say yeah. that far. The Ravens have a really <clears throat> good run game. Also. I'd say that the Browns have the best running back duo. Oh yeah, for sure. but the best run game is the Ravens. I mean, how many games in a row have they had a hundred like yards? Yeah, if you give like Jim Harbaugh and like those two running backs, it just they be they ran the ball every single play. Yeah, yeah. Just, they wouldn't throw the ball. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh is a much better coach than Stefanski is. Yeah, it looked just like one of those high school offenses that just ran like wing tee the entire game and yeah, no threw two passes a game. Harbaugh's a genius. And Harbaugh Lamar's back talented. Yeah, but yeah, overall with the Bengals though too, it's just like when you see when you don't see that. Uh, 
the Jamar and the Joe Burrow connection click, and that's when you see them tend to not have success in games, as you kind of saw that game. Jamar Chase didn't have an amazing game. Uh, and when you don't see him, like, putting up, like, one or two touchdowns a game and that connection going, it doesn't really open up a whole lot of options for them because Joe Mixon has looked really good. But at the end of the day, that O-line is terrible. You don't have mm-hmm. much time to pass the ball. Joe, Joe Burrow is, is very talented, in my opinion, but – when you only have one, like, I mean, it's not like T. Higgins or anything is bad, but, like, when you only have, like, one, like, really, really good offensive threat like that, like, Jamar Chase is easily, like, the biggest, like, threat for that offense, like, the X Factor that's able to get no, points up on the board. I think thing. they do have a lot yeah, of good that's, receivers. That's what I was about to say. I was just waiting for you to finish. I mean, they're terrible. The offensive line is terrible, but they have they have Tyler Boyd, they have T. Yeah, Higgins, have wep- Jamar Chase, and Joe Mixon. That's yeah, a really I think good they offense. have weapons. They do have weapons. The all-line is just I terrible. Wouldn't, I wouldn't call. I mean, no. Tyler Boyd is just like a good option. T. Oh, Higgins is good. He's a good physical receiver. Higgins is good. But like, Higgins is really good. Mixon. I don't think Mixon is anything behind that old line. He plays behind yeah. one of the worst old lines what in the league, mean? and is still the top ten. What do you back. mean Mixon is not that crazy? I mean, Mixon is a very good running back. He's just been injured and hasn't been able to prove himself the last couple of years. That's true. But he's been on a terrible team his entire career. And behind, running behind terrible old lines, he still Bad is, and he's having a good season. I would not, I, I would don't agree with you on that. I think Mixon is a good running back. And I also when, think they have weapons on that team. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, but overall, my point was though, Jamar Chase is the biggest X factor threat to that yeah, offense. Sure. And when it, when you don't have him going and able to like put things up, like anyway, my point where I was going that is that Joe. I think I still think Joe Mixon is really good, but just by himself, he can't do much. And when you don't have anything opened up in that mm-hmm. passing game. For example, those deep threats to Jamar Chase, then I don't think there really is much going for them. Um, and that's why they weren't able to score a lot. And just overall, you can't even, like, it's just the defense, too. They just look terrible. The, the, they Denz, couldn't stop the Denz, run for their life. And Denzel Ward played up. an amazing game. He yeah, had yeah, Jamar Chase unlocked the entire game. He had a pick six yeah. also. Played amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh... I mean, even along from that. Oh, speaking of good quarterbacks, AJ Terrell on the Falcons that looks so good. He's led up, led up the least yards by any corner mm-hmm. in the league so far this season, and he's looked yeah. and his he's second looked amazing. year. And not yeah. many people no. know about him. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's like he's been such a good yeah. cornerback. He plays on the Falcons, and the defense has been known for being historically bad. Yeah, yeah. and speaking of that, and they were able to upset the Saints twenty-seven to twenty-five. Wasn't he almost choked upset, though? No, because they had Trevor, Trevor Simeon. It, Trevor and Simeon, it, do you see how he played? He didn't look bad. But still, it's Trevor Simeon. I don't Simeon. think it was much of a I, I don't think upset. it might. It, I mean, that's how it's going to be for the rest of the but season. But was like, that an upset? It was an upset, but not that he big of an upset. Tre- I think it was. favored to win. The Saints. The Saints were favored to win that game? Yeah, they were, because they were at home also. Yeah. But I don't think it was much of an upset. I mean, Trevor Simeon. Threw, he was he threw for two hundred forty nine yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Only took one sack the whole game. He well, didn't. That's don't show the whole story though. You I yeah, I feel you. Game. But like overall, he just I mean he didn't turn the ball over at all. That's good when you have like a backup mm-hmm. guy coming in and like they put up twenty five points against the Falcons. The the Saints D should be able to hold the Falcons like offense, especially without uh, Calvin Ridley in there to under twenty five points. Pitts. That man is a monster. Yeah. No, he's a beast, but their their running game isn't really good. Quarterback, and he'd be one of the best. He Matt Ryan, he looks nice. The last good. couple, yeah. Besides the first couple weeks, has looked pretty good. He always does that. First half of the season, he plays bad. Second half of the season, he plays good, and it's a, it's a continuous cycle. <laughs> it happens every single year. I mean, he, Matt Ryan cycle. He had nearly a perfect game. He threw. Twenty three for thirty. Um, with his completions, he threw for three hundred forty three yards, two touchdowns, no picks. It's yeah, like called the Matt Ryan cycle. He yeah, does this every year. I mean, especially without their so their run game is just non existent. <laughs> they they, they ran, they ran for th- they won and they ran for thirty four yards. 
Mike Davis. Because their running back is Mike Davis Mike sucks, Davis. and their other running back is a receiver. Cordell Patterson is basically a receiver. Yeah, he over a hundred yards receiving. Yeah, this six week. catches, one hundred twenty-six yards. I mean, his fantasy steal of the year. <laughs> yeah, he's so good. And like you were saying, Kyle Pitts too was an absolute monster. He only had three catches that game, but they were all in like crunch time when they needed that. One of them was in that last drive when they needed that touchdown. Because mm-hmm. of course, Matt Ryan did have some. I don't know. Saw yeah. this though. Kyle Pitts first play of the game dropped what could have been like a seventy yard yeah, touchdown. Uh, yeah, I saw it on the ground. Yeah, but the thing is, to. Uh, he did come down and he had that. But the Falcons almost gave away that game is the funny part, too. Just, just knowing the Falcons. And nah, just knowing Atlanta, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, they were up, what, 17-3 going into fourth. And then <laughs> the, Falcons, the Saints put up 22 points in the fourth quarter. Um, and and like Coach was saying, the, the stats don't really tell the whole story because Trevor Simeon, a lot of his, like, t- all, all of his touchdowns that were, came in that uh, fourth quarter when they were just, like, desperately chucking up the ball. And the Falcons defense, knowing them, couldn't really stop much. So, um, besides that, though, uh, I still think the Saints will make the playoffs because of how bad the rest. Of, besides the five top five teams in the NFC, the yeah. rest of the NFC is terrible. I mean, yeah, NFC. Yeah, besides the Rams, the Bucks, Packers, Cardinals. You and, think the Saints um, will make the playoffs? Yeah, really. Besides the Rams, Bucks, Cardinals, um, Packers, and Cowboys, everybody else is terrible in the NFC. I, I think it's going to be the Seahawks and the Saints. Saints gonna, Seahawks yeah. and the Saints. We'll get Yeah, we need to get into the playoff talk. But the last thing. Do you want to get into that now or you want to talk about that Raiders-Giants game? I don't know if there's really much to say about that Raiders game besides just the Raiders and they just I have done you, like you can't even yeah. blame the Raiders with everything that's going on. Yeah, it's they, crazy. They've cut, they fired their head coach. They cut up two players. All because For of like a legal activities. Yeah. Have you seen their draft class? From uh, the past two years. Yeah, it's like the first player. They drafted right two first rounders, mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs. I saw that. You, you know where he's at. Henry Ruggs and um, David Ar- Arnett. Arnett, yep. You, he just he's, got cut because a video of him went viral things. with a multiple guns saying he's going to kill somebody. Yeah. There is one player from the entire 2018 draft class, or 2019, that is left on that roster. I think it's a seventh round pick or something. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't play. He's on no, the bench. No, he doesn't play. He's bench. And that, that that's the thing is that the Raiders organization has just historically been like that. And that's the thing they have such a young roster, and then they move them out to Las Vegas, and they don't expect stuff like Not this. Not even to that young just, though. Like, I yeah, honestly, I don't know what they thought was coming with there. They live in they're, they're all in Vegas, and they're like yeah. under. They're just they're honestly 21. set up for failure. Yeah, exactly. that was, <laughs> that's just a bad move moving hey, out there. Sin City for a reason, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just it's not been. Pleasant for them, and so with all that, they the Giants were able to take them. Now, like same thing. I don't know if you call them up. So with all that they're going through, and then you have to play a game that Sunday, it's just yeah, like, right. it's pretty crazy. But Arnett wasn't even bad. That's the thing. He was a good player. Yeah, so was, was Rugs. They just messed up their own careers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's only so much you can say about Rugs because he deserves everything that's coming for him yeah. in the near future. But it's just it's always so sad to see such a promising young player just like. Never like he's never gonna play another football time in his life. It's just oh. crazy. Everything just seemed like it, I mean before that everything was just normal. And then boom, never gonna play again. But yeah. you know it's it's all deserving for what he did. But there's only so much you can say about that. But anyway, we gotta talk about the playoff standings. <laughs> I know that you were talking about. Um, I thought you were doing the Bears here. Oh no! Wow. Yes. Oh my God! How have we not talked about that? I almost forgot. 
We just talking Packers too, but Bears. Oh my god, I will never complain. I will never complain. I swear on my life on this podcast, this is the last time I'll ever talk about refs and the only time because I never like will bring that into it. They're professionals, and I believe everything that they do is like good intentions for the most part, and they're doing their best. But that refereeing in that game was god awful. It was was terrible. It was the worst. It was the the worst officiating game I have seen. Pathetic. Maybe ever. I was legitimately. I was like, it, it's so. Here's the thing. I know our season. I know we suck. I know our season's over, and I know Justin feels like it's just been. It's no, just it's a season not over. That's proof. the thing. I just what I was saying. It's, it's, the NFC besides the top no, five teams we're, suck. We're not the Bears good. are one spot out of a playoff spot. We're not. They're good. one game out of a playoff. Okay, spot. but we're not. It's not like we're gonna like fight back to get that spot. I don't. I don't have. They're one game away out of a playoff spot. Dude, one game. Okay, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know. I'm not confident in us. But anyway, I'm just, I, I mean, I was happy for Justin Fields. They just literally looked better each and every game. It looked amazing last Justin game. Justin Fields was like really that good. guy that last game. Yeah, the last two games, he's looked really, I mean, throwing-wise no, against throwing the Niners. Wise, yeah, throwing-wise, this game was so he was good. He making some insane throws. And it, just the dumb mistakes have been cut out completely. Him, not completely, Matt but, Nagy. but the refs I, that's just the main I thing I want to talk about. They missed, that's... So I'm trying to think. So they missed... The... There, was the, there was the one roughing the passer on fields. There were, no, no, it's just how it all started. Red zone sequence. This yeah. is how it all started. Was they... Ben Roethlisberger was releasing the ball, and I think it was Eddie Goldman was already in contact with him, and it, Ben Roethlisberger uh-huh. is like, he's old. He just goes down and starts crying, so he gets a rough in the passer. And it was his teammate, the left tackle, that hit Ben Roethlisberger Yeah, it wasn't even contact. In the head. Yeah. Eddie oh Goldman wasn't even in contact with his helmet. And then they go back down. And then yes. there's two very, very, very clearly. Or there's a At late hit. First, there's a late hit. No, first fields, there, we right? had a touchdown. Oh, yeah. We yeah, had yeah. a touchdown. Shot, but they called it chop block. Like, I saw that. But they called it shot block when it was it, he inside of the tackle box. He, he missed He them. missed TJ Watt. TJ Watt was unfazed by the block. Was still full speed. Coming and they called the chop block. And he was it a slip or was he going for the block? No, he no he was he, he went, went, he went for like because it's low, legal inside it, the box, right? Yeah, it's yeah, legal he, inside he the tackle box. He didn't take a step. He literally just he just dove. slipped. And he didn't like, look like he just dove. fell. Like he went to hit. No, him. he dove at him. Okay, but yeah. he missed. He missed TJ Watt. Exactly. He literally just skimmed his leg. And here's the and thing: it was inside the box. Yeah. also. and here's the thing: besides besides all that, even if he were. Like here's the thing, regardless of whether he did it or not, he didn't. the The official, like the official, said that he didn't make contact with him. But in the post game interview, he said that it was the attempt to make contact with him, and from his <laughs> angle, he could see where it could be seen that it affected T.J. Watt's vision to the ball or something like that, which was just. But the most, still, like, it was soft inside the ever. tackle box. It wasn't it was even terrible. Close. Yeah, and it ended up taking away a touchdown. Yeah, which would have been crucial for us. And then the next two plays. Justin Fields was just getting, getting beat up. Yeah, just, I don't know how he's still alive. From his from his blind side, he had time to throw the ball, put his arm down, watch the ball go through the receiver's hands, <laughs> and then get clocked. Hit. Like, are you kidding me? It was just like the thing is, I was talking to my my dad about this when we were watching the game together. It's just like you, Justin Fields, he establishes himself as a runner. Like he had a hundred yards rushing last and week. He's a rookie. Yeah, and because he's a rookie, and then he just doesn't get this like treatment that like Brady would get. If Brady slides and he's touched. On his left pinky toe, it is a 15-yard flag right there. But Justin Fields will, like, make a move and then slide, and he'll get, like, shoved out of bounds into his own bench, and, like, there will be nothing called because, like, he's established himself as a runner, and they just don't get the same treatment as these, like, older pocket passer QBs. It's, it's then, so annoying. Do not though. even get me started 
on the taunting. He looked. Apparently, it's apparently you can lose a game by looking at someone. No, it wasn't that. Because he looked at the bench, and then the ref hit him. Yeah, and then threw the flag. Exactly. I think I'm fuming just talking about this. You cannot call a penalty that changes the entire outcome of the game. It, it did. It really yeah. ruined the game. A play off a penalty that did, did not affect the play exactly. at all. That's so dumb. Because it no, like it gave the even though the Bears eventually got the stop, it gave the Steelers 15 yards and they got another field goal, which made it a t- touchdown game. Yeah. The Bears would have been up by four, and the game-winning field goal. And would it have took more time off the clock. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just so embarrassing. Like. Uh, that's the only word I can think about. It's just embarrassing. That was a national TV what? game Justin that we could have won. Still let them down the field, scored a touchdown, got the ball back, and then let them down the field to eventually set up a what 65, which could have been. I mean, like, honestly, okay, that field goal was on pace. If you saw that last, close. it was yeah. it was on pace though. It was short, but if you it was were to come like ten yards, yeah, exactly. Let me finish. It's his Justin Fields, he had this one pass. He was throwing it down the right sideline. That would have been a toe-tag grab. That would have put them out of bounds because they put time back on the clock when they threw the last pass that TJ Watt just, like, tipped down. Yeah. So they had the, if the, it, was on, it was on target, like, straight down the middle, just short by, like, 10 yards. If they were to complete that, that would have been game. Like, regardless of all these dumb calls, like, all this other stuff that we should have won the game by, we still would have won if... It just what give, you know, give him like ten yards on 20 that. Twenty seconds more. Yeah, yeah. It's just so. I mean, it's sad to see. Is if I'm a Steelers fan, that's a loss for our team right there because they, they that was, you can chalk that up as a loss to the Bears because they played terrible. That's the Bears way. outperformed them in every single but aspect of the game. Besides the loss, Justin Fields, he has shown me that. He, he can, can be, be a franchise yeah. quarterback in the NFL. In my opinion, like out of all these guys, he just looks like the most talented out of all yeah. these rookie quarterbacks. Like I, I know the some most of these guys are, by far. Give the I know given these guys are in worse positions, like Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson's in a pretty bad position being hurt right now too. But Wilson's not getting his job back. He, yeah, Mike White keeps playing the way he is. I mean, the other guy too. It looks like the Jets have like three other quarterbacks that and are better still than got Zach Joe Wilson. Flacco, <laughs> Buddy Flacco. The, that's the crazy thing is that some of these guys just aren't going to get a chance. But Justin Fields, I'm glad he's got his chance. He's made the most out of it. He's made, like, the most athletic and, like, just plays that with momentum as, like, a quarterback one spot. I still think Mac Jones has been here. the best rookie QB. I mean, Mac Jones has been the, the he's been the best, yeah, but he's exactly. in the best position. If you look at – so I was looking at this thing. If he, he completed the, – the Patriots office, he completed 12 passes on Sunday. Five of them were behind the line of scrimmage. He only had like seven real co- like oh, yeah, there were screen pass, passes. Like he's he is in a really good situation. Yeah, <laughs> he's seven completed passes, but he just huh? his offensive line is good. Run game really he's good. good. He's one of the best coaches all time. Built the best, the the best, best coach not of one time. of the best. The yeah, best. probably probably the best coach in all of sports, at least up there for it. Up there, I don't know. That's right the, now. What other coach would be above him in sports? Um, what's his name? Popovich. Popovich. Yeah, that's it. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson is in the coach right now. Oh, you meant right now? Yes. <laughs> oh no, Popovich. It's Popovich him and, it's him and Popovich. Nick Saban also. Nick Saban. Saban like goat. And then Coach K, but he's retiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is last season. Uh, yeah, but it's just nuts. That Bears game was just nuts. Who do who do we play this week? I'm trying to think. Well, no, we have a bye week this week, and then we play Can't Detroit. <laughs> or no, is it Detroit on Thanksgiving? No, and then we play Baltimore, and then Detroit on Thanksgiving. Ooh, Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why be... you think we're going to make playoffs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have the toughest schedule. Green Bay, Minnesota twice. What do you mean? We already played LA. Yeah. Oh, yeah, LA was week one. Yeah. Never mind. But uh, Kansas City... 
Kansas City. I think they can beat Kansas City. Yeah, we play Kansas City. I don't know that. What about you said the Packers play everyone the Bears do because mm-hmm. in the same division? I don't think it's everyone. I think the one game is different. All right, not the exact same. All right, we've had our fun with the Bears. Let's talk about Jordan Love. No, I don't want to. Talk Let's talk about, about Jordan it. Love. Let's talk. Me and Brandon will talk about then. Your future looks bright. It was so one game. That's the one stars game. Stars relining. That's like that's like me judging Justin Fields after the Browns game. Okay, Justin but that wasn't Fields his first game. Got sacked. 11 times. They were yeah. sending zero blitzes on Jordan Love. The tr- there the was Chiefs like 10 have, players in you, his face. You've said it yourself on this podcast that the Chiefs have the worst defense in the league. They you've do. said that yourself. And the, what, Jordan, Jordan Love didn't do anything against that. All right, you can't he tell me the it's best not, opportunity it's to come a, in. It's not a... It's not the best opportunity. He went into Arrowhead against he's, one of the defending against the he's, um, he's he's Super Bowl winner. Worst it is the also of, in the most of, toxic environment in the loudest stadium in the league. Philly's the worst environment. No, Kansas City is the loudest is. stadium in the league. Philly's the Have worst you, environment. You can though. hear Arrowhead. You can like it. It sounds loud on TV. Yeah, that's true. Arrowhead Philly's is the worst insane. environment. Let's sports. Philly's the worst, the worst defense in the NFL. And what did he do? So, no, yeah. Nothing. The worst Nothing. defense in the NFL. One of, I, I, mean, give it, I, I know Barkey already. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I put it all on love, though. But LaFleur's play calling was horrendous. I don't know what he was. He was calling go routes when the man couldn't complete a five-yard pass. <laughs> he should have been calling slants and drags the whole game. I don't know why you're calling was, back shoulder phase when he can't throw a five-yard pass accurately. I mean, Jordan Lovesher is bright. Because he, he comes in. He comes in. He... Goes against arguably one of the worst defenses in the league. He has a very good offensive line. He's the, the defense, best wide receiver no, in the, the league. The offensive line played like terrible. Exactly, trash. they played oh, bad, but he is the like one of the best offensive lines. Like, and he had the, the number one. Uh, I mean, I can look it up. I'll look it up. Once or twice. Exactly. But once they had or twice. pressure in his face every play. Once look how many twice. times he was pressured. That's more accurate to see how much pressure was oh, on his face. Oh, he was sitting there holding so the ball. He was scared. Huh? Probably he was sitting there holding on the ball. He was scared. He was holding on the ball. He couldn't get rid of the ball that game. Let's see. Uh, Monte Adams is open like every play. The future looks bright. Yeah, he only took one sack for that <laughs> entire game. <laughs> the future is bright. I don't, I don't think you can judge a player off of one game. That's not fair at all. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't judge it fully, but... He didn't look good. Well, he, he, he did. He scored. He one fourth quarter touchdown against. But saying the Chiefs. that he's saying that he's it's like it's an. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's a bust. Yeah. Get rid of him and it's a stat it's, line. It's an over. It was better than Mahomes. Also, he had a better stat line than Mahomes did. I mean, not he really. Did. No, he, he, did. he threw a pick. Mahomes didn't have any turnovers. That, well, I mean, it really. Mahomes could, also. Mahomes completion. Okay, you no. Know, Mahomes Jordan, had like Jordan Love. What? what Jordan, Jordan Love. Jordan Love had another com- one more completion, and Jordan Love had third or uh, twenty four more yards. But he also had interception. I take having twenty four less yards than an interception. Yeah, that's a whole possession. I, that's that's, that's a whole possession given away. It is, but. Mahomes should have like thrown what was so many. Mahomes should have done. So Jordan much loves better. nineteen for thirty four, one hundred ninety <laughs> touchdown interception. No, listen to Mahomes. Thirty four passes only had one hundred ninety yards. Listen I mean, to Mahomes. Mahomes was twenty for thirty. We all know how Mahomes' receivers have been though. But twenty for thirty seven, one hundred sixty six for a touchdown, no picks though. But that was the key he thing in that game. game. When it's such a, such a low score in the game, that it really came down to that turnover that he threw. And that and they did because they, they were in the red zone. Also, we would have won that game. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Also, Devontae Adams almost came down with the ball, which was absolutely... He went yeah. up with one hand and almost came down with it. That was crazy. I mean, he's the best receiver in the league. There's yeah. no debate about that. But uh, obviously, Jordan Love didn't really seem to care because he couldn't use him effectively. Is there a debate about that? See, the thing Not is... Not until Hopkins got <clears throat> out of the Cliff Kingsbury era. Hopkins hasn't... Hopkins, he, Hopkins is... Stats in I mean, we all know Hopkins is the most talented in the league, but we, do, we he hasn't just hasn't put up the production that... 
prove it because he just doesn't get the it's chance. It's not even his yeah, chance. Yeah, he doesn't just get, doesn't get it's the chance. The Cliff Kingsbury effect. Even though he's had an amazing year. Yeah, there's only so much you can say because they actually look so good. But, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's there's not much else to say about that game. No, uh, besides right. Aaron Rodgers. I hope Rodgers comes back. Bakhtiari's it, back. The only thing you really learned from Jair this is... coming back soon. So is the Darius Smith. The Packers are getting healthy. One of the things you can... Devontae, though. One of those You're big... not going to be able to keep Jair and Devontae. I would rather sign Jair. I would that's the smart decision. Over Devontae? All right, listen yeah, to my... Not listen, even, that's listen not to my... Okay, let me just hear my reason. reason. All right, name me... Name me five... All right, name me, like, how many elite corners are there in the NFL? <laughs> There's not exactly. Yeah. How many elite wide receivers are there? A million. Exactly. It, it fluctuates. That's no, not there's, like, that is so not many. even a question. There's so many elite wide receivers, you don't find an elite I say you keep them both and just cut other people. Get, Besides like, Jair, there's maybe Jalen. Jalen, that's it. Like, no one okay, else has had a good year. First of all, oh, Gilmore. Aaron, Xavier Howard's been playing terrible. Aaron Jones, you don't. Gilmore, I don't know why Gilmore you guys extended him. We're gonna trade. I think we should trade Aaron Jones because AJ Dillon is a monster. Okay, but Aaron Jones, you extended AJ White, Jair, and Ramsey, and Ramsey. Exactly. There's nobody else. I mean, there's Gilmore's young guys developed. No, Pat Sertain looks Gilmore good. Gilmore's not done anything. Sertain is too yes, he young. Did. He literally he's not a week against okay, his two picks. That, are, what has he done? His two picks in the last two games. Two games. <laughs> yeah. He only played two games. He didn't play any games? No, he came off no, IR. And then he has two games. picks in two games. Okay, I still... I and one of them was against his old team, which was so cool. To see him come back and have that game right after he got traded from the Patriots, that was sick. But I mean, I guess you made some more value position. Corners, but the thing is, the but the thing is also you have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. He can play with anybody. He's been he's been doing it for years. Yeah, yeah but he can play with anybody. But here's the thing: the Packers they they extended they gave now. they gave one of the, they gave Aaron Jones one of their biggest contracts, which is like the most replaceable position. It was Seven. five years. It's for four. like what? Four it's four for how much? It's pretty big. It's the second I mean, it's, highest paid running back. Yeah, I think, is a top I think they should back. trade him because AJ Dillon is a monster. <laughs> I I was been saying that. Who need, who, who's gonna who take on that contract? Running backs now. Nobody. That's the it, problem. Exactly. I mean, like I was just listening to this, like you know, the Stay Hot podcast. Like yeah. we talking about. So I was listening to them earlier. They were saying that they don't know if Christian McCaffrey is worth a first round pick right now. Coming right, out, yeah, Derrick Henry is. That's it. He's not. He's been injured. Yeah, he's I do not think and even like a second side, Derrick Henry would be worth a first round. Pick. And even the second round pick would I, be Nick like Chubb. probably. You know how valuable yeah, a Nick first Chubb. round pick is in Nick Chubb. Right now, the Rams GM and football. It's so like in basketball, it's one thing. In football, it's so important. And like no, I wouldn't say that. I think more important than basketball. No, there's only two rounds. They trade your first round players. You have, I, you have 64 players on your beginning roster in the NFL. You have, like, what, like 15, 12 to 15 on the NBA? I think it's 11. It's definitely... They treat it more valuable than the NFL. Yeah. By right. far. Yeah. I mean, that's why you, you you see picks flying around that. Like, the Thunder, what? The, I mean, the Thunder and the NBA don't have a pick until, yeah. like, something. It doesn't matter, though. They're not really caring about that. Well, you mean the Thunder do have a pick. They oh, have all oh, the oh, picks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have all the picks. Yeah. They I meant that vice versa. picks this year. Other way like, around. Like, when will you bad. ever see a NFL team with four first shows? You won't, because yeah, they right. don't trade them around like that. The in the too, NBA, NBA it's every NBA. The Jets. In the NBA, you see, like, every pick, it's like, blah, blah, <laughs> blah. Them. Like, pick 13 from the Bulls, pick 14 from the Kings. Like, every every trade is just tossed around. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> what what else do I want to get into? Ooh, so, OBJ. we talked about that. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. I want to tell you why I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. Yeah, I don't think so either. I honestly right. don't. All right, so basically, Von Miller and... Odell Beckham Jr. signed with the Rams. I just want to get into it. I don't think they're much better than the Bucks are. If we go break down position by position, the Bucks have a better quarterback. Really? 
They have a better running back. You think they have a better offensive line. I don't they have a know. better wide receiver core. They have a better D line. No, they, they have better, better linebackers. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown. <laughs> and then, oh, yes, yeah. they are. Cooper Cup. They, are, hang they on. are better. They are much better. Hang on. They are much better. This season. I'm think, not talking about this season. Why, you why, got three on the board. Who are you taking? Why wouldn't we talk about this season? It's this season. I, because the they've been injured. I think the only they've been thing, injured. I think the only thing the Bucks have better than the Rams are the offensive line. Run game. And running the running back. back. And the linebacker. Tom Brady. Oh, I'm let's not offense. forget oh. about the defensive line. The linebackers. They have Wait, the best you... linebacker duo in the NFL. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what defensive where... line. Yeah, I the... am. Vita Vea, Nadamik, and Sue. No Jason way. Just... Paul and Shaq Barrett. Are you kidding Aaron me? Dal- Aaron Donald fought Miller to Leonard Floyd. <laughs> yeah. That's all I need to say. JPP, Shaq Barrett, Vita Vea, Nadamik, and Sue. That's not better than There's the There's a reason they have the best run. Defensive line. JPP's a linebacker. He plays on a line. He doesn't line up at linebacker. He's an outside linebacker that lines okay, up at Okay, he's an DM. edge rusher. He's an edge rusher. That's my D line. No. Aaron? No. Yeah, no. I think the, so. The, are I'll you, put it like this. I'd, I'd rather have okay. Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett and Von Miller are equal right now. What has Von Miller done? Okay. He's, been, he's getting Aaron old. Aaron Donald is 10 million light years yeah. above. <laughs> but then they have Vita, Vita Vea and then Dominic and Sue. And then they still have JPP. Who, who, who would you rather have? Leonard Floyd or JPP? <laughs> the Dominic and Sue is a It cast- doesn't make a difference to me. Leonard Floyd is okay. only, so Floyd is only good because said, Aaron Donald is so triple teamed every play. you just said... You said JVP is equal to Leonard Floyd, right? Yeah. And you said Von Miller is equal to Shaq Barrett. Yeah. Is Aaron Donald equal to Vita Vea? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Aaron Donald? I'd rather. No, I said I guess not. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather. I'd rather have Aaron so, Donald than Vita Vea and the Donald. The linebackers combined. for the Bucks are better. You can't convince okay, me. Otherwise. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. are. And yeah. the quarterback is better. I'd rather have Tom Brady than Matt Stafford. I'd rather take Matt Stafford. No, no, I'm no, taking Matt no, Stafford. No. I'm no, And the wide receivers are better. Do you see his game? He had a Matt Stafford game last week. He the wide receivers. Game. Okay. You think the wide receivers are better or no? Yes. The Bucks wide receivers. No. Yes. No. Okay, yes. Let me break this down. Oh, Kush. and Cooper Cup. Yes. Out. The secondary of the Rams. No. All right. Yeah. That's not even close. Yeah, it's Miles better. It's Miles better. Darius Williams is so good. He's such a good yes. cornerback too. He is so Him good. And are the they complement each other so good. But the line bug, the linebacker duo for the Bucks is the best. Okay. Let's see. Okay. I'm saying I'm Matthew still taking Stafford. the Bucks over the Rams when okay, it comes to anything, playoff time, and I'd rather have the Packers play yeah, the I Bucks than the Rams. If anything, Matthew and Tom are equal. If anything, no, Tom, Tom is, is so better, better, bro. No, please. Please. And Tom, Tom so Brady's so much better. Matt Stafford's no. Matt Stafford. I hate Tom Brady, and he's better than Matt Stafford. No. I hate him, and he's better than Matt. Matt Stafford, Stafford is a like he's been playing you, lights out, but like do you watch how Tom Brady plays right now? Yes, does he, he ever air, amazing. Does he ever air the ball down the field? Yes, all the time. Mike Evans is catching 40-yard touchdowns all the time. No. Yes, he is. No. Yes, he is. I'm Tom Brady, Tom Brady is having right a better now. season, miles better than Matt Stafford is. I'm just gonna I'm gonna read you their stats. I mean, yeah, Tom Brady's an MVP this season. That goes Tom Brady so far this season. He has two, 2650 passing yards, 25 touchdowns, and five picks. And that's he's had his bye week, also, by the way. He's already had a bye week. Stafford hasn't. And then I'm going to read it. Stafford has more yards, 27, 71, 23 touchdowns, and six. He has more, less touchdowns and more picks. And yeah. Tom Brady's had his bye week. And Tom, Tom Brady's much better. I, Tom Brady's much better. I don't even know why we're having this debate. And, Brady's and the, much better the than thing is, The thing is, I, the wide receiver core. I'm also biased towards Stafford. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. He loves Stafford. And the Bucks wide receiver core is better. The thing is, that it's is not, not even close. Not close. That not close? Not close? The Rams is better. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah. The, okay, Cooper Cup is the best receiver in the NFL this season. He's 
by far. That's not a debate. He leads the league in receptions, reception yards, and touchdowns by a very good amount. That's not up for debate. Second of all, Robert Woods, very good complimentary number two receiver. Number three, OBJ, such an elite run-after-the-catch threat that they are just we, added. Are we looking at what Cooper Cup's doing this year? Yeah, Cooper Cup is having a historic what? season. He's Chris, Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown have been injured. They have three top 15 wide receivers. <coughs> Did you just say Antonio Brown? Antonio is Brown right now It's a top 15 wide receiver. Yes, he is. Antonio Brown is, yes, he is. Antonio Brown is amazing. Antonio Brown is the best receiver on that team. Antonio Brown is the top 15 no, receiver right now. Not. Yes, okay. he is. I want me to name 15 wide receivers rather than right now. I will sit here. Go right ahead. Okay. Hop, Adams, A.J. Brown, Terry. I'll put Terry McCornell. No! Justin Jefferson. Antonio Brown Jamar is better Chase, than Terry McLaurin. <laughs> DK, Cooper Cup. I'll no, keep going. Antonio Brown is a better wide receiver. I'll keep going. No, hold on. I'm, I'm putting down in my notes how many I named. And it's you tell so me yes much... or no. And you tell me yes or no I'll after you, I do it. I, I will. I, I'm not taking Terry McLaurin over Antonio Brown. Are you taking Terry McLaurin over Antonio Brown? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell. Antonio Brown. Devante, Antonio Brown Pop, barely played last AJ. season, and then he this season he's been on COVID protocol and he's been injured and stuff. Devonte like Hop, so. AJ, DK, Terry, Terry's Cooper no, Cup, not Terry, not Terry, Cooper Cup, D Hop. I said D-Hop. Uh, I mean, Justin Jefferson. Jamar Chase. Jamar no! Chase. Yes. Oh, come on. Antonio. I don't think Kush. you guys are You're forgetting. You're taking Antonio Kush. Brown over Jamar Kush. Chase. Yes, I am. Kush. Yes, I am for Kush. this season. I am. Kush. Yes, I am. <laughs> Antonio Brown is one of the most oh, talented God. receivers in NFL history. Okay, yeah, we know that. We know that. Okay, do you want? Okay, I'm going to go tell Jerry Rice to say he's better than Jamar Chase. We're not talking about the past. Like right I'm now, talking Jamar about Chase right is... now. I'm forgetting yes. all the stats. I'm forgetting who has a better season because Antonio Brown has been injured. Okay, so right is Chris now. Godwin. Right I'm now. Forgetting. You're looking I'm forgetting. Ignore at... the stats. I'm okay. talking about talent-based. Okay. The Bucks had the best receiver core in the NFL. No. Yes. Okay, right now, about the Jamar Chase thing. Right now, if, if someone, you're getting, if you're getting Jamar Chase. I'm not the only one. I know I'm yeah, not the only one. Yeah, I know you're not the only one. Just not true, though. They just don't. I'm, I mean, they haven't put up the same amount of production oh, that the other. Like, Cooper Cup is having one of the best seasons right now. You can look, you can say Antonio Brown is one of the best receivers of all time. I'm going team by team. I'm going to get Allen Robinson Antonio, over whatever his name is. No. Antonio no. Brown no. is having, I mean, uh, what's his name? Cooper Cup's having an amazing season. Robert Woods is doing very good. The offense overall has just been super productive. I'm not talking about stats. I'm talking about you take talent-wise. I may take DJ Moore over him. The Bucks. I'm not the only one. Everybody I mean, agrees with I me. I may take DJ Everybody's Moore. agreeing with me. The Bucks have a more talented wide receiver. I'm talking, J- I'm talking about I'm talking about You're talking about right stats now. for this season. I'm talking about purely talent-based. Yeah. Talent-based. Yeah. You're taking DJ Moore over Antonio Brown. Who would I rather have on my team? Yes, DJ right. Moore. I'm taking DJ Moore over okay. Antonio Brown. Yes, yeah, purely talent based. Purely we'll move on. Based. We'll move on from this conversation. We gotta move on. We got other things yes. to talk about. We can no. talk about it after. Yes. We gotta no. move on from this conversation. We'll talk about it after. But anyway, so you guys can all let us know Man, what you I think. Said. What you think? You can get off your chest. Who you think has a better receiving core, the Bucks or the Rams? Especially after after. The OBJ trade too. But we did, one thing we gotta talk about too is the playoff race, which I know we were talking about earlier. Um, one of the main things that 
so right now in the AFC, the division leaders, you have the Titans at top of the AFC South, 6-2, and two, the Raiders at 5-2 and two in the West, the Ravens at 5-2 and two in the North, and the Bills at 5-2 and two in the East. In the wildcard race, even though Cincinnati got bumped down, you still have them at 5th. Um, <coughs> you still have the Steelers, Steelers there at 6 after they're winning against the Bears at 4-3, and three, Chargers at 7. Like, see, this, this wildcard race for the AFC is so, like, compact. There, all these teams, at least four win teams. Like, there's six four win teams in the wild card race right now. Um, and then even the Chiefs are right there at three and four, which all know are dangerous to make a push for it. Um, and with three spots this year for wild card, it'll be interesting. And then NFC, you have the Packers on top of the North at seven and one. The Cardinals, it's like so. See, the <coughs> NFC is so much more like spread out. You have the the North. The Packers are ahead of that. I think the Packers are pretty clear winners of that division. Um. With uh, Aaron Rodgers being able to return soon, Cardinals too have looked unstoppable. Cowboys even after the loss, they've looked good, and then the Bucks. So it's like that's more like definite leaders of those divisions. And then like in the wild card race, though, you have the Rams who could easily make a push for that West title. Um, regardless, we all know the Rams are gonna get in some one way or another. The Saints too. Um, and then it kind of drops off from there. Cause then you have like the Panthers. So for that last wildcard spot, you have like the Panthers, the Vikings, the Niners, the Falcons are in contention for that. It's so crazy. Like, it's so it's, close right there. Saying, for that spot. I legitimately think everybody oh, has a chance besides the, besides the football, t- besides the football team, the giants and the lions, everybody has a chance yeah, that's to get true. the seed. It's crazy. They're all one game apart. That's true. Um, but it's, Johnson. it's really going to come down to the end of things for that uh, NFC playoff push for that last wildcard spot. I really think the addition of them adding in that third wildcard spot is uh, it's, it's super cool to see because now there's going to be so many more. Like, that, the, just that third playoff spot alone, the I NFC opens up, like, the the spot for so many other teams to get in right there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, do you want to talk about college football real quick before we close off? So um, we want to close this off with our segment about college football, which I know we said we'd bring to you guys at the beginning of the show. Um, right now, it was a pretty interesting week in the rankings for the selection committee. Right now in the top four, they have Georgia at one, Bama two, Oregon up at three, and then Ohio State got bumped in the four, which was a new addition in the top four this week. And then you got Cincy at five, Michigan six, Michigan State seven, Oklahoma eight, Notre Dame nine, Oklahoma State ten. Um, with A and M at eleven, Wake Forest at twelve after losing an undefeated season. Some new additions in the top twenty-five. Um, you have UT San Antonio at twenty-three, and you have Purdue at nineteen after their uh a couple of their really big wins. Um, so what do you what do you think about these new rankings, Frank? Because I know you're more on the college Man. football side than Kush, but let me hear it. Oh, we're talking the college football playoff rankings. Yeah, yeah. Right here. I go on and on about this. First of all, are we just not counting? Losses to unranked teams year. anymore. It, Alabama, when they played Texas A&M, they were unranked. Oregon lost to the trees. They Stanford. lost to Stanford. How do you lose to Stanford? And you're in the top three. Yeah. Uh, what? They're and they're in the, yeah. the top three. How are they top three? Stanford. And they have Mich- no quality wins either. Yes. That's the thing. Michigan. Uh, okay. Michigan State and Michigan. I'm sorry. I love Michigan State. But who has Michigan State beat besides Michigan? Michigan? Nobody. And other than who has Michigan beat? Why do they deserve to be number six? They haven't beat anybody either. And that Cincinnati is literally hasn't lost in the past like two years. And they beat Georgia yeah, last I know. year. It's in the unbelievable. Bowl game. They just get disrespected. I think Georgia's gonna again. win it all. If they're, anything, they're so good. 
Notre Dame has a higher resume, has a better resume than Oregon, than Bama, than Michigan, than... I mean, than, Notre, Dame's, Notre Dame's resume isn't... So who they? They beat Wisconsin and North Carolina. Those are the only two wins. North Carolina's... Purdue? Wisconsin? Yeah, true. I mean, Purdue and Wisconsin. Wisconsin is their first week being ranked. Had a close game with Cincinnati. Their only loss is the number five team in the country. Yeah. And respectfully, should be higher, too, than number five. I think since he should be in that top four right now. Um, and the main... And we haven't had close... Like, we've had close games, but Bama should have just lost to LSU. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> they, was, were, they were 28.5 yes. favorites, and they won Here's by the three. Thing. Here's the thing. They should have lost that... If you were watching, they should have lost... That game. They really should have. But here's the thing. Those rivalry games, the selection committee never takes into that much account because we know anything can happen in any of those rivalry games. And, and Bama is still like – the thing is, it's Alabama. Like, if you're you, – you're kidding me if you're telling me that you wouldn't put a one-loss Bama team in the top four. Like, they have to be in the playoffs. I don't know. That Texas A&M loss was kind of uh, – If they beat Georgia, then obviously they have yeah, to be in the playoffs. Do they play Georgia? Well, in the SEC championship. championship. They're going to have if to. My top four right now, based on – like, uh, their resume. Obviously, Georgia won. Cincinnati's got to be two. Or maybe three. I'd say, uh, Ohio State is, they may have lost to Oregon, like, the second game of the year. Yeah, but they it's Oregon. Yeah. good now. Yeah, since so, so I think Ohio State is two. Then Cincinnati. At three. And then, and then Bama Mich- four. You have to have uh, you can't. It's Bama with one loss until I think you they, have to Bama have them. Does not look the same. Sure. Yeah, they don't. But it's a one loss Bama team. You can't until they lose to Georgia. Number four can be anybody. Number four can be Michigan State. It can be. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. The, so in this poll, they have Michigan over Michigan State. Low key, Oklahoma hasn't lost yet. They have not shown like. They've had close games, but they have not lost. They, they're undefeated right now. So they are undefeated. And they're a... I mean, it's it's an Oklahoma team with a backup quarterback that's playing good and a defense that actually looks somewhat yeah, their backup quarterback decent. is a five-star recruit. He's yeah, I mean, like still that. good. He's yeah, He's a really good quarterback. <laughs> but it's an Oklahoma team that usually doesn't play good defense that has a good defensive lineup this year. But the main thing that I wanted to talk to you about was this Michigan and Michigan State thing. So we all know Michigan a week ago literally beat Michigan. Michigan, yeah. MSU literally beat Michigan a week ago, and they're ranked below them because Michigan State had a loss to Purdue this week, who's literally a ranked team now, and Purdue's been on fire. And then Michigan, obviously, their only loss was to MSU. So I can kind of see the argument, but the main thing is to me is I feel like the – so the whole concept that we're getting at here at the playoffs is to play each other. So I feel like the head-to-head record should be the main thing that they, like – Value. If you have a, a game where they play head-to-head, why is that not taken into consideration? Michigan State, mm-hmm. like, oh, you can, okay, it's whatever, like, Raffin, obviously Michigan fans are going to complain that about that. That has to be the worst thing I've ever seen the, in the playoff. What, games. Michigan State being below yeah. them? I mean, I, I could, I see their line of reasoning, but I just don't, it makes zero sense to me. Because I, you know what I mean? Like, the head-to-head should come before everything else. That should be the first thing always evaluated. But, well, yeah. Exactly. I mean, especially because Purdue isn't a bad, <clears throat> Purdue, okay, Michigan State shouldn't have lost to Purdue. But it's not a bad loss. Like, Purdue's on fire. They're ranked number 19 right now. It's not, it's a Big Ten opponent, too. Like, it's, it's you know what I mean? Oklahoma, I don't see how they can move behind Yeah, it should there. definitely be Georgia, Ohio State, Cincy, and Oklahoma. And then five. How much should be in the top four? 
They haven't. They have not lost. Who's their wins though? That yeah. you can really count. They haven't lost. Who is? They didn't even. They didn't even move. Like they, I'm looking. They didn't move up. They've been at eight. But so, are, would you rather have somebody like Oregon, who beat Ohio State, sure, at the beginning of the year, the second week with a brand new quarterback? But Oregon has done nothing since then. They've had. They lost to Stanford. They've had close games. The entire no, year. They have a terrible They have like, not schedule. had another they ranked win besides Ohio State. So they should go Georgia, Ohio State, Cincy, Oklahoma, and then probably Bama, MSU. Bama's way too low. You have to have that. And then Notre Dame. Here's the thing. Bama, they can't. Yeah, I mean, so ba- based on the AP, the AP poll that we Bama know has you? them. You're just saying that because it's Bama. Ex- Change exactly. their name. Change their name. Is it, it, it's Bama. That's like saying oh, it's Clemson. That's like saying Clemson should be ranked because it's Clemson. That, that's yeah, not but Bama's though. actually been. Who has good. Bama beat yet? Who have they beat? They beat nobody. They do not have a ranked win. It's, it's Bama. They don't. No, they, they do beat, not uh, have a ranked win. Hey, yeah, let me look it up. Look they, it up. I mean, they lost the A and M. Wait, no. Look, they beat. Mississippi last week it was ranked number twelve. That's a ranked win. But besides that, they beat Florida week one. That was before. Florida that... is awful. All right, my yeah, yeah, Miami. I mean. Okay, Mississippi. Uh, they beat Florida. Who, what, they beat go Miami. Go back. What's Mississippi ranked now? In the playoffs. Go back. Let's see here. I don't think Mississippi probably got unranked after that. They're fifteen. Oh, they're 15. Wow, they have. They beat number fifteen. Yeah, I mean it's not a is good resume, enough? but it's Alabama. Exactly. That is that's exactly have, what the committee's like. Okay, Bama bias. Okay, okay, but here's that the thing. Why is why is the committee? Why are they being biased? They have to go based off what they've seen this year. And based off this year, why are you looking at the past years? Put, here's the thing. Put you want to know who's going to give you the best playoff games. This these rankings are based off of money. What you well, yeah, money. So First off, no, no, saying- no, 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 no. It's based off who they like think will be in the top four at the end of the season, based on the rest of their schedule too. If you're if you're telling me that a one, so obviously Bama loses in the they have two losses. They lose to Georgia, perfectly fine. I'm perfectly okay with them taking them out after they lose to Georgia. Um, even if they have a close game, I think you can't put Bama with two losses this year. But here's the thing. Bama with one loss against any of these teams. Are you telling me if you put MSU against Georgia, MSU against Ohio State, MSU versus Bama, it's blowouts. They're could, killing I think MSU. I think MSU is not in the same. MSU is not in the same. No, MSU is not in the same conversation as them. But still, M- has, Michigan even Michigan has no art. Like they're they're good, but they're put them against Georgia, killed. Put them against Bama. Okay, Bama's so then if you're them. doing that, it would be the same four teams every single year. It would just be it would just be Georgia, Bama, no. Ohio State, and Oklahoma Georgia. all year. So then the re- you're saying the regular season doesn't count <laughs> at all because those four teams are always going to be the best. So then why play regular season? Because, games? Okay, so here's the thing, Bama's good. Why would like there's no like? But have they shown good. that they're good this year? <laughs> until they until they here's the thing they historically they have so until they have prove they to shown me they're this not. Year. historically historically, yeah, historically. Until, that's that's historically. until they prove to me they're not I'm not I wouldn't what take them mean? out of top four. How have they four. not proved to you they're not good this year? They they have one loss to A and M and they beat Ole Miss. They haven't had any other bad losses. All their other games haven't been. They haven't had any close games besides this yes, LSU they have game. Had close besides games. the LSU game. And early in the season, it's their week one against Florida. They had like a two point win. But the the LSU game too. Uh, I mean even the A and M game was close. They lost that one, but then they killed Tennessee, killed Mississippi State, lost them. They they played no one until until Auburn, which like Auburn's been on the decline too. But Bama has not shown me anything to say they're. That's just Bama. Okay, but you're telling me if you're telling me like 
put what other team would like have a chance against like Georgia, or have a chance versus Ohio State. No you know one. what I mean? Georgia's like no one. Game. Like you well, want Bama to play them. To Georgia right now. Yeah, exactly. But you do you want me to tell? Yeah, you want to have like not a blowout in the so, championship game, and then you have to have Bama in there because they'll put up a fight. So then get out. So take everything you know about college football, yeah. and you've just watched this year. Who should be the top four teams? That's what the committee's supposed to be. They're not supposed to be like that. I I guess they're not supposed to. Say, but you also want the be- like I've been saying. I'm, I mean, it's last time I'm saying, but they want the best games. Like, do you really want you're saying, MSU? Take okay. everything you know okay. about college football, and we're yeah. restarting right yeah. here. Okay, if I would have picked my top four, the Michigan State would probably based. Even though they lost to Purdue, based off this season, then if you're saying, I'm going to guess Purdue's a good team because they're ranked 19 right now, and MSU's only lost them, I'd have them in the top four. But put them against any of these top four teams, it's over. Like, they're not competing with them. Like, but how I mean, would we're you know see, that? You, the, like, the committee should you not wouldn't be know because there's so many college team. football teams you can't know until they play each other. Like, they just have to guess. Like, the committee should not be biased towards that. They're elected to a committee because they think that they will ha- be the most fair and will not be biased. But you see right here, they're being biased. We'll see. I mean, we'll see when it comes down. So, the biggest, but yes, I do think the top yeah. four teams skill level wise, Bama is in there. Yeah, exactly. But do still, you don't they think Bama should be in that play uh, football playoff rankings. No. Because they haven't shown it. Why isn't Cincinnati? We gotta wrap it up. Why I don't know. Cincinnati should be up there, but they just it's because they're playing in non power five. I think if Notre Dame played Michigan State, they'd win. If they played Michigan, they'd win. If they rematched Cincinnati, they'd win. If they played Oregon, they'd win. Uh, What? Who would they lose to there? I mean, I don't know. Cincinnati, I mean, the only reason why I have any faith in them is because they had a close game with Cincinnati. And how, about, had, how much did they lose by? Only, we, were down, we were down like 17, then came back and brought it to a three-point game. Yeah. And then they scored. But we got we got to wrap it up. We're going to see when it comes down in these next couple weeks, when it comes down to these Big Ten championships and SEC championship weeks. And aside for that, thank you guys for joining us for the NFL talk this week. It was a crazy week, week nine. We can only hope for such good games in week ten. But um, as always, thank you guys for joining us. Make sure to go check out the org for some more amazing stories by amazing people. Peace. We'll see you guys next time.